All right, what do you say, Paul? I have to scold you in just a moment, but what do you say? Right I here. say the same thing every week. It's a little earth, wind, and fire. Always good for your soul. We get a little soul food for you, and of course, we got to get his pick. Joel Nelson, our producer. What Joel, got, what, Joel, what do we got tonight? We got uh, what? The Las Vegas Raiders at the Detroit Football Lions. Uh, what's your pick here? What do you got? Take the Lions minus the seven or seven and a half, whatever it is. Lions there and take the over 46 and a half. All there right. There he is. Joel, I'm going to scold you in just a moment, Paul. Twitter brought to you by South Hills Chrysler. Dodge Jeep Ram. Peters Township. Visit them online. SouthHillsJeep.com. I see Van Pelt, Scott Van Pelt, and uh, in RG3 on the desk and Ryan Clark and everybody. They're there. They're ready to go from Detroit, and we'll get you out there in just a little while. Is that John Tate in the middle? The, the guy does look like John Tate. <laughs> uh, big John Tate of UMass and Penn Hills fame. Fan text line hit us there, brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates Personal Injury Law Firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. I have a thought about the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback position and the quarterback situation, but first, you must be scolded, Paul Zeiss. Okay. We spent all week together last week working on KDK FM 100.1 FM and AM 1020 and you confided in me you even said it to other people so it's not private knowledge you said to me you know I went to a doctor's appointment and one of the things my doctor said to me is I really got to cut back on this cigar smoking <laughs> you come in here today you stink like cigars you stink <laughs> I like I had one I only had one today, and I had it this morning, so uh, it's been a while since I smoked. Well, you can, you smell like it, so I'm question. I'm not calling you a liar, I'm but saying, you told me listen, I got to cut back on the cigars, and, and you stink like an ashtray. And about two or three months ago, I would have had three or four by this point in the day, <laughs> okay. so the fact that I only had one is pretty good. <laughs> so and you, the fact that I haven't reloaded for the rest of the week and probably won't until Friday is even pretty good, too. I doubt that. By Wednesday, My over-under is Wednesday <laughs> at 1 p.m when you have another cigar you know you do weigh that though you have to enjoy life yeah. like i remember bino told me bino cook told me one time he went for a heart evaluation and he was probably i don't know like 70 something at the time and he says if the guy tells me i i gotta quit eating fried food <laughs> i'm gonna tell him just give me the box now just give me it give me it now and lower me down well i'll tell you my dad uh he's you know let's just say lived a very uh, um, fast, fast life. Uh huh. And uh, I guess it was last year he was in the hospital and had all kinds of issues with his liver and his his uh, his uh, you know he's an old he's an older guy. He's like seventies, so you know whatever. And the doctor said, Ed, you you really got to quit smoking and you really got to quit drinking. And he looked at the doctor and said, you know, I done been drinking and smoking since about age thirteen years old. Anything that's wrong with my body, any damage that's been done, it's been done. Right. Yep. And he basically said, I'm rolling till the end. Tell him you get one, but not both. How yeah. about that, <laughs> Doc? Yeah. He didn't even say, he said he didn't even allow that. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Fan hotline presented by Nemecolon around every corner. Nemecolon creates real life magic for guests. The Pittsburgh Steelers could only muster 10 points yesterday. The Steelers are, a lot of people are down on the Steelers, and I'm there too. I don't know how good they'll be. It's all going to work out. They'll be. Eight and nine, nine and eight. They'll say that Tomlin held the group together, yada, yada, yada. We've seen this before. Here's a question for you, and this is where I want to start it. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. I'll be here till 730. Paul's got to duck out of here at 7. But let's start with this, and we'll take your calls on it. If Kenny Pickett doesn't show marked improvement, okay, let's take it through this year. Let's say it continues on the same trajectory. 
Would you tinker with and think about drafting a quarterback in this upcoming draft in one of the top two rounds? And here's why. Next year, it'll be Kenny Pickett's third year. Now, some may say, well, that's a year early because you'd have to wait and see about that fifth-year option. But here's why I probably would. Now, a couple of these names are not going to be available right. for sure. Right. But this is as strong a quarterback class as there will be. Let's say, and let's take the first part of this equation and say it happens. The trajectory remains the same. You don't get a lot better at the quarterback position. It kind of is what it is. There's Caleb Williams. There's Drake May. There's Bo Nix. There's the Penix kid in Washington. There's the Duke quarterback, Riley Leonard. There's J.J. McCarthy at Michigan. There's well, there's Prime Son, right? There's Michael <laughs> Pratt at Tulane. There is uh, Jalen Daniels. Is Prime Son coming out? And maybe, yes. Okay. There's Jalen Daniels at LSU. There's Sam Hartman at Notre Dame. There's the quarterback at Washington State. There are a lot of people you could look at and say, this guy's a top 60 pick. And by virtue of that, in the first two rounds. There are a lot of quarterbacks this, this draft that are circled to be that. And if you miss on that and you just bypass it and you say, no, 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 no. Nah, we're just going to move on. Then you're kind of stuck, not stuck, but married to Kenny Pickett for a while. If it doesn't get better, would you think about it in the first two rounds? Because I don't know for certain if I would, but I'll tell you what. I would start, if I haven't already, diligently doing my scouting on all these guys right now. Absolutely. I would start looking at them. I don't know that I'm ready. I think I, I, I would probably give him a full year before I really decided what, what the future was. Because at the end of next year is when you really worry about the fifth-year option. But I think it, by the end of next year, you're really going to know what you have. You know, you figure you have an offseason to – to tinker with some things, you also have an offseason probably to change your offensive coordinator, maybe, um, you know, uh, add a couple of pieces that, don't, that you don't have and and kind of give them a few more tools to see if that's going to be what you need. Because to me, um, they've got other problems right now. And one of them is the only guy they have that scares anybody is George Pickens. Mm -hmm. They have one player that scares anybody on offense. So you need to get a couple more weapons, I think. But the the, the key to me is um, Kenny Pickett has to start playing better. I got I was driving in. I heard on the show before us, someone called in and was trying to make the argument that that he was playing really well yesterday when he got hurt. And I'm like, they had three points. What are we talking about here? You know what I'm saying? Like it's almost like uh, we have to lower the the bar so low to say, yeah, he's playing well because well, no, he well really that's the discussion isn't. then. Then how long do you go along with uh, treading that water or with not seeing marked improvement? Because there are some people that are married to this, Paul. And we'll talk to you at four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero as it's six eleven right now. Great time to stop a blindly paying those increasing auto and home insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia. See what they can do for you. Uh, it's a great time to talk about this too, Paul. Some people say, well, you can't really judge Kenny Pickett until he's away from Matt Canada and has a real offensive coordinator. Uh, the point for me is very well taken, but Kenny Pickett missed on where uh, Deontay Johnson probably could have sat down a little bit better in the route, but he missed on a very easy, simple throw, and I'm not exaggerating, that a really good high school quarterback makes and has a touchdown in the first half there. Absolutely, and, 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 and what's hilarious is when Mason Rudolph did this a few years ago against the Lions, same kind of thing, you know what I mean? 
Um, You're ready to drive him to the airport. Everybody was like going crazy about it and this and that and the other thing. And it's amazing when it when it always is. Uh, uh, you know, we we look for reasons why we want to absolve one guy because we like one guy and we've decided we don't like the other guy. It's got to be consistent. To me, you can't miss that throw. You can't miss that throw. And you really, you know, the first the first play of the game. Uh, Dante, uh, Deontay Johnson has to make that catch, but you know what? The throw has to be a little better too. And, and there's a couple of plays where you look at it and say they had, had opportunity to make plays. They just didn't make plays. They didn't make them when they had a chance. Right. I'm already looking big picture. And I think it's very fair to do that. People are living week to week. They do that. That's what football does. That's the cycle that it's in. But this week it's shortened uh, and it's even, it's even more condensed, but I'm looking big picture. How long do you give it to stagnate? Some will say, again, he has to get away from the offensive coordinator, has to have a real offensive coordinator, and I guess I can buy that. But if that is the case, and you go into his third year, which would be next year, there would need to be, for me, and you could sell this to me, hard parameters, hard guidelines, hard thresholds he would need to be and hit, or else then he's gone. But you may have missed on what was the strongest draft class of quarterbacks. That's a real thing right now that a lot of these guys on a, are on a trajectory to probably be pretty good NFL quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I would say that. I mean, I think, honestly, the biggest thing is, um, what if he goes, here's the thing, here's here's where the Steelers are going to have a problem, Colin. Mm-hmm. What if he goes 10-7 and seven this year? And he's does you know doing the same crap that you know they do every single week where he looks bad and then some and then they go ten and seven then they go in the playoffs and get pounded in the playoff game you know you say to yourself well we did win ten games and we got to the playoffs and then we're back to square one I mean I I want to see improvement by the end of this year before I can really start to think about okay I think we've seen enough this year where I'll give him one more year and 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 we'll go from there. Um, it is the single most important position in all of sports. And I'm okay right. to want the guy not to be good, but to be great. And that's where I am with this. It's not okay just to be good. You got to be great. Especially if you're trusting the single most important position in all of sports and using a first-round pick on him. I drive a hard bargain. I know that. I know people listen to me talk and they're like, this guy wants the moon and the stars and everything all the time. And I do. Right, I do at the quarterback well, position, and you should want that. But here's the thing: one of the things that I will say. Let me think about this. Yesterday was probably the first day where I saw you know uh, Kenny Pickett on the same field with a legitimate, elite, physically talented, what you would call a guy that's your first round, first pick of the draft, or whatever. A blue chip guy. A a blue chip guy. It was so easy to see the difference when the ball comes out of one guy's hand versus when the ball comes out of the other guy's hand. And the thing about it is it doesn't mean you can't win with, you know, Kenny Pickett doesn't mean he can't be a good, really good player, but it is so easy to see what makes those guys that there's only a few of them on it. You know, listen, the one throw, it was actually incomplete because the receiver dropped it, but the one throw that Trevor Lawrence made off one foot when he was stepping up into the pocket, he threw a laser beam about 35 yards down right. the field on a dime. That You see that. You see his release. You see his arm strength. Uh, you see the one play where he threw it down the sidelines about 35, 40 yards after taking a huge hit, and it got there in a hurry. 
you, you realize that there's probably a ceiling for Kenny Pickett. The question is, what is that ceiling? Well, you can talk about officiating. You can talk about coaching. You can talk about drops. You can talk about anything peripherally that you want. The game yesterday was won because of this. Trevor Lawrence is miles ahead of Kenny Pickett, and Etienne is miles ahead of Najee Harris. That, for me, summed it up. Two very important positions. Two, all four guys taken in the first round, and they had, and obviously one was taken very high in the first round, but of the four first round picks, they had the best two by far. Oh. By far. Yeah, no question. I mean, yes. Uh, and I think I think it's probably even more easy to see with the running backs. Correct. Um, you know, but I will say the one thing is when you look at it with, uh, with respect to the running backs, um, wasn't. Najee Harris supposed to be kind of that guy that they the way they used ATN out of the back. He caught the ball a lot better at Alabama than yeah. he ever has as a Pittsburgh. I'm just stealer. saying, like the one, what was it, a wheel route or whatever it was, where Casey and Joey Porter Jr. got into, you know, had miscommunication. It was the the long touch. That was like a straight wheel route. Najee Harris used to live on that play at at, at Alabama. Right, but he found out, I guess, that the Cleveland Browns and the and the in the Baltimore Ravens aren't Kentucky and Vanderbilt. We do take your calls coming up next. 412-928-9370. We'll dive right into the calls. Come out for a special signing with the top three picks for the black and gold last year. Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr., and Keanu Benton. Total Sports Enterprises bringing in the three key pieces of the future for a great special signing. Get autographed items from Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr., and Keanu Benton Thursday, or excuse me, Tuesday, November 7th, Greater Pittsburgh Sports Complex, brought to you by Total Sports Enterprises.